Do you love anime, gaming, movies, and discovering how your favorite pop culture affects everything you do? Then join us on Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect. I'm Nick Friedman. I'm Lee Alec Murray. And I'm Leah President. Every week you can listen in while we break down the latest pop culture news and dish on what new releases we can't get enough of. Whether you love movies, I'm going to tell you all about the uh, hopeful 4K re-release of Tron Legacy that happens. (laughs) (laughs) I'm right there with you. Or music. The music in this show is absolutely incredible. Or anime. And under this mask is another mask. (laughs) (laughs) You can discover your new favorites right here on The Anime Effect. Listen every Friday, wherever you get your podcasts, and watch full video episodes on Crunchyroll or on the Crunchyroll YouTube channel. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello there, my very good friends. It's the afternoon news video and a major AEW name has been fired. And AEW stars bemoans... Feeling like a ghost backstage. <laughs> We're going to talk about that fan hopping the guardrail and Ugh. Grayson Waller and all that stuff. And backstage plans for Randy Orton in WWE have been revealed. I'm Adam Wilborn. And I'm Andy Murray. And this is the After News. Yes, yes, yes. We're going to talk first of all about a major AEW name that's been fired. MJF. Kevin Sullivan. Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Before we dive into this, a lot of people get confused. It's not Kevin Sullivan, the wrestler. Not that one, yeah. It's not the the, the Dungeon of Doom guy. Don't worry, it's not him. But it's uh, Kevin Sullivan, who is AEW's vice president of post-production. He'd been with AEW since 2019, handling a bunch of production stuff. So this is a major departure Mm -hmm. uh, from the promotion. It was Dave Meltzer of the Wrestling Observer slash Figure 4 Online who reported this. Uh, Sullivan let go by the Tony Khan helmed promotion, and the call was made by Mike Mann. Suri, who is formerly of WWE and is AEW's senior vice president and co-executive producer. So Sullivan was effectively a day one AEW employee, Mm. played a prominent role in production since day one, near enough. Uh, Meltzer writes that he was, I've accidentally gone onto YouTube. Uh, (laughs) Sorry, audio people, you'll have no idea what I'm talking about. Um, But he writes that uh, Sullivan was very highly bought of Mm. in AEW. Uh, Before AEW had been in impact for 14 years yeah. uh, major questions are being asked about the situation because nobody really knows what's happened no. here um, he was responsible for putting together the entire post-production team in AEW which is based out of Nashville um, currently there's no word on what has happened to prompt this but he is gone so David Penzer, who is the Impact Wrestling ring announcer has actually clarified some details on this mm-hmm. he was responding to Sean Rossap on X I'll just read the tweet Just a point of clarity, Kevin is VP of post-production, which means he runs the studio in Nashville that edits Rampage, does packages for TV and pay-per-view, promo ads, etc. Those uh, who think their live production is lacking, this move wouldn't change anything in that regard. So... So that's an interesting facet of this because AEW's production for a lot of people, myself included, like I, I don't think it's great. 
Um, doesn't help when they flash up the word no on the screen. <laughs> yeah, like, it's a far cry from the old days where, like, I think it was the original fight for the Fallen was they just had, like, the wrong subtitles on the, And, like, it was just so weird. Uh, it's better than it was. Yes. But there are definitely constructive criticisms to be made. But it doesn't sound like this is going to change much in live, uh, live production terms. But maybe some stuff with post-production. Mm. I don't know. Pre-taped stuff. Uh, either way, we don't know Kevin Sullivan. We can't really comment much on this, but what do you think? No, it's one of those ones where it was a shock to see this break on social media. Uh, and then you're like, oh, it's not that Kevin Sullivan. And then you're thinking, I, well, this is completely out of the blue. What's going on here? How's this going to affect things going forward? Like you say, he's heavily involved. He's been involved since day one. Um, but my main thought was, oh, God, please don't let Tony take this job on as well. Oh, gosh. I assume that's not going to be the case, obviously. But, yeah, uh, it's going to be one of those stories I'm going to keep an eye on going forward because I feel like more information will come out in the coming days because it's not like we were like, oh, yeah, they're probably going to make a change with the whole post-production yeah. of Rampage, etc. I always thought they, broadly as well, post-production-wise, like, the video packages and stuff oh, are yeah. decent enough, right? Like, they're good. Um, but, like... Yeah, like, they're live TV, you know, sometimes the camera cuts away from the action a little bit. Sometimes, Like, it does look a little washed out. On like, if you look at WWE, WWE looks like a bright kaleidoscope of colours and everything. Uh, don't get me wrong, I don't like WWE production at all. But like, just Almost too clean sometimes. Yeah, to me, it's, like, overproduced. It's like um, like when your favourite band signs to a major label and starts churning out poppy rubbish. Mm. Uh, it's not for me, but, it, like, a lot of people love it because it feels big time and all of that, which is fair. <laughs> and at least you can always hear the backstage promo. Yeah, like, there's rarely any botches yeah. production-wise uh, and all of that. To me, New Japan, the gold standard in this regard. But, hey, production, let us know what you think of production. Just talk about AEW, I don't know. Yeah, let, let's uh, let's just keep an eye on this as things go forward. But, uh, yeah, more issues coming out from AEW uh, overnight as well. Uh, because Jeff Hardy has been on uh, this guy, Matt Hardy. I don't know if he never heard of friends him. Or, or what. Uh, the Extreme Live of Matt Hardy, his brother's podcast. And he's talking about... Um, well, I'll just read what he says, in fact, uh, in terms of being backstage in AEW. He said, when I first came back... Just did speak normally. When I first came back... <laughs> I can't do Jeff Hardy. When I first came back... It no, was... you can. It's too good is the problem. It would kill me. When I first came back, it was pretty exciting. I didn't know what was going to be happening in the near future. The last time I was in this extreme dimension of your podcast, I said in WWE, I felt like I was a ghost just walking around backstage. Honestly, I, I kind of still feel like that at AEW just because not being involved in something cool. I feel like there's something so special that we have within us to bring out, and that brings me to the things with ego. Honestly, I'm in a place in my life where wearing this Jeff Hardy shirt, I feel like a goofy goober for wearing my own shirt. Why does this feel so goofy to wear my own shirt? So, yeah, he's feeling... Uh, disassociated with the product or underutilised, maybe. Yeah, seems that way. This comes uh, after Matt on 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 the extreme life of Matt Hardy. Surprise, funnily surprise. Enough, uh, had said similar, saying he felt a bit frustrated with how the Hardys had been used and stuff like that. Um, so it's difficult one to analyse because like wrestlers are always they they know their worth and they know their place mm -hmm. and all of this stuff. And I'd never like. Unless it's like Ryback, who is an idiot. Uh, Tired now, of course. <laughs> yeah. Uh, big news. <laughs> I, I would never want to sit here and go, shut up, guys. Um, at the same time, as a viewer, I think I'm kind of okay with what I get from the Hardys at the moment. Um, they're not what they used to be, right? Their physical declines have been pretty stark. Yes. I think it's fair to say. And look, 
that, that so I saw my Hardy trying to do that Daniel Garcia yeah. dance as well. It's like you're, you cannot move your lower back, Chief. Um, weekend but, at Bernie's. Yeah, <laughs> that's not a bad comparison. Um, and it's not my place to say you shouldn't be on TV or any nonsense yeah. like that. And I would never do that unless it was someone like Ryback. Uh, <laughs> uh, but. Uh, I, I think I get enough of the Hardys in their current role. Um, if you have more nostalgia for them, and look, I have a lot. They were part of my favorite era of WWE, that era of tag wrestling uh, in the early 2000s, uh, where it was just crazy matches. But those crazy matches have clearly caught up with them. Yeah. They're not the Hardys of your. Could you do a little bit more with them, like nostalgically? Probably. But I'm not pining for it. Yeah, I think it's one of those things, like you say, love the Hardys, grew up on them, think they're absolute legends. I think they obviously still have a lot to offer. The Birner, uh, one of my favourite uh, WrestleMania returns ever, uh, them returning at 33? 33. Yeah. But I also understand why their appearances on AEW divide opinion because you've got so much talent there that you're like, do we really need to see this nostalgia right now? I feel like they kind of were underutilized when they reunited in AEW. I felt like you could have done more initially straight out of the gate with them, uh, or at least build to a big reunion yeah. or whatever, or not have Jeff Hardy dance while his brother's getting his head caved in. That was in. funny, though. Was that not worth the laugh? But, but you know, they've got, they come with a, a great deal of baggage, um, and uh, I don't think they help their case by complaining about stuff on social media and on podcasts and what have you. Um, so I can see, like you say, I can understand why people were nostalgic. You know, if I was going to an AEW show and it was like, I've never seen the Hardys wrestle, that would be cool to see, yes. Yeah. But also at the same time, you know, I want people like Powerhouse Hobbs to get a spotlight. I want the women in AEW to get more of a spotlight. So I can understand why for them, they're like, oh man, I could offer this company so much more, but I also can understand the other side of it of Tony Khan being like, we've got so much young talent, we've got Japanese talent, we've got, you know, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, that take priority here. And it's like, Another slight aspect of this, I'm aware we've spoken about it for ages, but like, if you go back to the big Young Bucks match on pay-per-view, it was kind of rubbish. Yeah, like, it was a letdown. Can they, can they feel that kind of nostalgia role even, like, in big spots like that? Because theoretically, like, the Hardy Boys putting over, like, I don't know, Top Flight or whatever, that's theoretically good business, but are they able to, to do what they used to to make it mean something? Yeah. I, I don't know. Let us know in the comments. We haven't got any uh, questions, of course. It's the afternoon. If you want to see our Twitter questions, uh, they're on this morning's news. But I did want to ask you, Andy, who's your favourite ghost? <laughs> Casper. Casper? Ob obviously. He's up there for me. Or Stinky. Mine is probably the ghost of Christmas past from the Muppets Christmas ca Carol. Which one's he? Come in! I know me better, man! Okay, good. I'm Wait, no. No, that's the creepy girls that go for Christmas Christmas past. He's the ghost of Christmas present. That's the ginger one. Yeah, the big jolly giant. That's the man. one. Yeah, because the, the ghost of Christmas future is terrifying. G uh, yeah, and the girl, the past yeah. one. <laughs> Come with me, Scrooge. Hell no. Get away oh, no. from me, you creep! But the, you know, the, the Muppets Christmas Carol coming back around is good. It's like, like Mariah Carey, the Michael brothers here are just scooping up the royalties at Christmas for their role as Marley and Marley. It's sensational Ooh. stuff. That's why you don't see them on camera so much anymore, they're too rich. <laughs> every single time. Someone please Photoshop their heads on top of them. I watch that scene every single year. Yeah. Every single time. I go, we're Michael and Michael. Ooh. Terrible banner. Yeah. Let's They're not half bad, half bad, the, the Dadleys. They're all bad. Do you love anime, gaming, movies, and discovering how your favorite pop culture affects everything you do? Then join us on Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect. I'm Nick Friedman. I'm Lee Alec Murray. And I'm Leah President. 
every week you can listen in while we break down the latest pop culture news and dish on what new releases we can't get enough of. Whether you love movies, I'm going to tell you all about the uh, hopeful 4K re-release of Tron Legacy that happens. (laughs) (laughs) I'm right there with you. Or music. The music in this show is absolutely incredible. Or anime. And under this mask is another mask. (laughs) (laughs) You can discover your new favorites right here on The Anime Effect. Listen every Friday, wherever you get your podcast, and watch full video episodes on Crunchyroll or on the Crunchyroll YouTube channel. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Before we go any further, though, this podcast is brought to you by Rocket Money. Do you ever feel like money is just flying out of your account and you've got no idea where it's going? Well, it's all those subscriptions. I mean, think about it. Between streaming services, fitness apps, delivery services, it is endless. I'm guilty of this, so I used Rocket Money to help me find out what subscriptions I'm actually spending money on, and it was more shocking than a wrestling betrayal. You see, Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over $500 million in cancelled subscriptions. So stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash wrestling. That's rocketmoney.com slash wrestling. Rocketmoney.com slash wrestling. Let's talk about Grayson Waller. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so you might have Ugh. seen this. I was actually going to put this in yesterday's video, but all we had to go by was some person on Reddit going, this happened, and there was nothing else. Yeah. There's a video of it now, so we're going to talk about it. Uh, Grayson Waller, a fan jumped the guardrail and tried to get at him at a house show this weekend. Who so, does that in 2023? I know. It's in it, Newark, Newark, Delaware. Uh, on the 3rd, so Sunday. Mm -hmm. Uh, There's footage of this. It's been doing the rounds. It was shared by the Spotlight News. They don't have actual footage of him, like, coming over the barricades because, like, you would start filming after. You'd be like, oh, wow, what's going on? (laughs) Yeah, no one goes to a wrestling show and goes, let's film that side. Yeah, in case something happens. Um, But the guy's struggling. Like, a security guard apprehends him as Waller and Austin Theory kind of go around the outside. He gets kind of put over the barricades. And then another member of the security team grabs them and, and seemingly takes them away. So no word on what Waller or Fury said to this guy to incite this. It clearly worked, whatever it yeah, was. They're very effective heels, aren't they, those two? Yeah, yeah. And it's, uh, it's... Waller took it well, I suppose. Yeah, he socials. tweeted about it. He tweeted about it saying, this is what happens when idiot Americans try to get in a battle of wit with an Aussie. Uh, so 
Hey, that's pretty funny. Uh, but yeah, like the usual, the usual stuff applies here. Yes. Uh, behave yourself. <laughs> Just behave yourself. Yeah, obviously, you know, we've seen it sporadic instances over the last few years. But I just, I, I just can't countenance any of this. Like, to a certain extent, you, you, we talk about problems within wrestling of like, do people actually hate Roman Reigns? Or are they just like, oh no, he's cool and he's a bad guy, and, yeah. uh, and, and I'll boo him for this, and and uh, you know what what co- co- characterizes heat and heels and what have you in 2023? It like. Don't jump a barrier. It's not going to end well. What's the best case scenario? This. This is the best case scenario. Yeah, I meant for the fan, but yeah, that is the best case scenario. But um, yeah, no matter, well, not no matter, but to a certain extent, these wrestlers shouldn't have to fear for their own safety when they do this. Yeah, I mean, like, look at the Jacob Fatu one from years ago where he just whacks the guy. There's another one. Oh, my God. Yeah! (laughs) What are you doing? There's another one with L.A. Park. Uh, where a guy like tries to tug at his mask, I think it is. I've got it on Twitter, uh, and he just turns around and goes boom. Yeah. <laughs> like just don't mess with wrestlers, man. It's really simple. I know. I know that the going into the crowd has become a lot more normalised in recent years. That does not give you any. Yeah, just don't touch them. Unless they say to you, "Hey, pass me your drink so I can throw yeah. it at this other wrestler." Don't get me wrong. I love the heat. I love the heat. Just control yourself a little bit. Don't make it about you. Don't try and get physical with the wrestlers. Do you think it was maybe a Taylor Swift fan? Do you think it was a Swifty? Probably. What do you say? Like, she's a six or... Uh, tra- That's a good point. I didn't even think of that Something like that. It. Yeah, it might have been. Might have been. Check the t-shirt. Did it have, like, a bad blood or something yeah. on it? I, I watched another Taylor Swift. Look the what problem. you made it's me do. Me. There you go. There you go. It's a love story. Yeah. I don't know about you, but he's going to be taking 22 days in the local jail for jumping the barrier. Yeah. Also, shout out to Taylor Swift. Eros tour second most successful tour of all time made her a billionaire after of course the Dadley Boys on tour there you go <laughs> right we are this is a pile of rubbish yeah after news is, is you get what you I have the, a the, profession, the professionalism happens on the morning news of course yeah. oh yeah we're just yeah Randy Orton Randy Orton Randy Orton uh, he's set for a big angle on WWE Smackdown obviously had his big return at Survivor Series slightly overshadowed by CM Punk uh, look at the size of his arms though he committed his future on Friday to Smackdown uh, which makes a lot of sense and now apparently Fightful Selector reporting uh, yeah big plans for him going forward you sense uh, involved in Bloodline stuff that was kind of the, the thing that swung it uh, you had uh, Postman Pierce from Raw saying oh I'll give you a World Heavyweight Championship match and Nick Aldis saying you can get your hands on the guys that took you out for 18 months or whatever it is um, and the interesting thing as well to note here is that Michael Hayes produced Orton's segments on Raw and Smackdown in the last week uh, which is notable obviously because he does a lot or everything related to Roman Reigns' group so you can assume Roman Reigns potentially versus Randy Orton, maybe even at the Rumble going forward. I like that as a, as a pitch in yeah. terms of, yeah. it's one of those matches where you don't think Roman's going to drop the title, but it's also not just some guy who's jumped the barrier versus Roman, and it's you'd have no confidence in this whatsoever. It's, yeah. it's a good story going forward. Yeah, it, it is, it is. Uh, and it makes sense, logical pieces to the puzzle falling into place. Uh, also, you can have him do this beef, and then you can have Cody do separate things, and then when Cody beats Roman, and after Randy Orton's already had the beef with Roman and f- failed to take the title from him, presumably, because uh, why would you do that? Uh, you could do their stuff after WrestleMania. Mm. It fits together really well, so this is all good, and uh, I have nothing else to say. It's just good. Yeah, let us know. 
where you'd like the uh, Roman Randy match to take place, what match you'd like to see, or would you like to see him run through the bloodline? I mean, he's already RKO'd Jimmy Uso, so I suppose he's done the, the easy part so far. But yeah, look, I, 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 I'm astonished about how excited I am to see Randy Orton in WWE. Uh, compared to how much I was in recent years. So they've done an, a hell of a job with this. Um, very excited to see where this goes next. And just like Randy Orton, you should next put this video in a headlock. Click on this video out of nowhere. Yeah, <laughs> we suck. Do you love anime, gaming, movies, and discovering how your favorite pop culture affects everything you do? Then join us on Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect. I'm Nick Friedman. I'm Lee Alec Murray. And I'm Leah President. Every week you can listen in while we break down the latest pop culture news and dish on what new releases we can't get enough of. Whether you love movies. I'm going to tell you all about the uh, hopeful 4K re-release of Tron Legacy that happens. <laughs> <laughs> I'm right there with you. Or music. The music in this show yeah. is absolutely yeah. incredible. Or anime. Yeah, and under this sure. mask is another mask. <laughs> you can discover your new favorites right here on The Anime Effect. Listen every Friday wherever you get your podcast, and watch full video episodes on Crunchyroll or on the Crunchyroll YouTube channel. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.